Hello and welcome to the 10th episode of the Good Ass Pod, the unofficial podcast of everything Kanye West, brought to you by ClubhouseRap.com. I'm Travis Passion Silva, here as always with Adam Matson, Andrew Alcazar, and the star of the show, Thomas Fye. How's everybody doing today? Appreciate finally being recognized as the star of the show. It Thank only you, took Travis. the end of the first season, huh? That's right. This is the last episode of the first season of this podcast. We've been doing this, what, five weeks now? About, yeah, five it's weeks. It's funny. journey. It's funny you say that because when you said that this was the 10th episode, me and Alki exchanged looks right now. Like, is this really 10 episodes? I think it might be the ninth, actually. All right, so there's the intro that may or may not come out, and then we have eight Kanye albums, and one we split into two. Okay, so episode 10. Wait, well, you got to rename your the names of the podcast then, man. Wait, are there eight Kanye albums? College Dropout, Labor Registration, Graduation, 808s, Dark Twisted Fantasy, Yeezus, Pablo, seven. So yeah, this is the ninth episode. Ninth okay. episode. Welcome <laughs> to the ninth. <laughs> we did uh, part one on Sunday. This is four days later, and we left off on "I Love Kanye," which we finished up. Now we're gonna move on to the second half of the album, which Adam says is the better half of the album. We'll see. Number ten on this album is "Wolves" no. or "Waves." Waves. Waves. I get. I call one the other pretty much every time. Just because Waves and Wolves is so close to each Both other. Both of them vibe together pretty well, too. When this album yeah. was called Waves, Wolves was supposed to be the first song on the album. Make perfect sense. Really? Yeah. When, uh, in 20... Well, we'll get to that later, but... Waves featuring Chris Brown. It's a fucking great song, man. Yeah, it's a Very dope good. song. And the beat, I love the beat on here. Chris Brown's great on it. The verses are cool. Kid Cudi's, like, humming or whatever it is. His ad-libs are pretty mm. great, too. Yeah. This is another song. Remember last episode, Thomas said Kid Cudi's not even on this album? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention this song, but <laughs> yeah, he's fucking on this album. Uh, oh, before we get too deep into this, I want to say corrections and omissions from last episode. Psy High has a Father Stretch My Hands remix coming out uh, in a couple weeks, probably by the time this podcast is going to be out. So always check out Psy High, what he has coming out. But yeah, what do you have to say about this, this song, Adam? I mean, it's a great song. It. Going with I Love Kanye, I mean, it's a, it's a great song. Wait, you think yeah, it's like a pairing? Well, I would say no, 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 no. I'm saying like uh, coming at I loved I Love Kanye. You guys weren't so big on it. You, you would say you would skip it, but 100. I mean, it's a super smooth song. It's it's really really good to me. They could have even if they would have done Wolves Waves um, and maybe Ultra Light Beam to close out this album. That would have been that would have been great because. Those songs all vibe together really well. Instead, they're kind of like separated, but you still get a taste of it throughout the album. Do you think that if they vibe real well together, it would be this album you guys like it because it's all scattered? So wouldn't it not? It, it would mess go against up your whole Pablo Picasso thing if it was all good. And I agree with that. <laughs> I completely agree with that. And actually, since the last time we recorded this episode, which like Trap said was on Sunday, um, I've come around as Ultralight Beam being like a good opener just because it, it does give that feeling where you get a taste of it here then it gets a little crazy then you get a taste of it you know here and then it gets a little crazy a little so. beam of hope that there might be something good on this album no there's so many great things on this album and honestly those songs are I wouldn't say my least favorite part but there's stuff I've heard from Kanye before like that's I, we've heard a lot of tracks like Waves before. I mean, I, and I would admit it's a great track, but we've heard a lot of stuff like that. The other stuff on this album, we really haven't. So This week, I've only been listening to the second half of this album, because that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. And you guys kept saying how this is a great album to work out to. The second half of this album is nothing to work out to. Probably crazy. Besides yeah. maybe... Uh, I like Waves working out. I like working out to the Waves. The second verse of Fuck My Life. The whole uh, fuck my yeah, life. I think yeah, I fuck my life is a great song. Yeah, I was actually, so slow at parts. Actually, hold on. Does FML actually stand for fuck my life? I, it's, I think it's actually for my lady that it's in Kanye terms stands for. I wish I would fuck my life up. Yeah, I know that's yeah. part of the. But the main thing that Kanye says is for my lady. Yeah, so I mean, he's also talking about like he wants to get rid of the women, or he might lose all his half, you know, half his earnings and stuff. Yeah, fuck his Can life you, up. So I think yeah. he's hinting at. Fuck my life as being the main interpretation of FML, but it's also kind of actually. Wait, when did he say for my lady? In the opening verse, I believe. 
he says for my lady. I yeah, check the lyrics. Just in there. But uh, back to waves. I mean, this is a fantastic song. I don't think there's any denying it. Go ahead, Trav. Hot take. Better version of this song is Chance's version that we oh, never got to hear. Oh my god. No, I was just listening to that today, and oh, it's different. Is it's it's all right, but not the better. Version. That's no, what I was this talking about. This song's so good. I think in the last podcast I talked about Ultralight Beam and like a Chance verse getting taken out or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, was, I meant to say it was about waves. Yeah, that's what I messed up on. Um, but also with uh, with waves, I think Adam was uh, talking about the transition between um, I Love Kanye and this song. And I think that transition's perfect. That's like one reason why I, I would listen to I Love Kanye is just the transition to hear it go into waves. The beat just drops right away. And I'm just like, all right. Mm-hmm. That beat drops, it, it, it's a good, it's a great transition when in says, contrast. When it says, turn me up, do you turn it up? Oh, fuck I yeah. turn it up every time. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any more room to turn it up, I turn it up. I think that's time. why I watched, we had, a, this video was like, our, um, what was it, what would you say, our anthem for our Tahoe trip a couple. Yeah. I think I watched that video a bunch just to hear the beginning of waves. <laughs> turn me up. Yeah, it's so great, dude. Uh, you can't turn it up if it's always turned up. <laughs> In my notes from that 4 a.m. listening session I had, it says best song on the album. It's just the wave. Actual it's lyrics, a, too, which is nice. Yeah, right? I think we talked about it last uh, episode about how close it came to not being on this album at all, which is, is, is un, I don't understand how. Oh, I mean, I imagine maybe in Kanye's mind, he was just planning to save it for a future release because mm-hmm. he had to have recognized this as being a great song. Yeah, no, he, ha- he just had other... Yeah. things for it oh mm-hmm. today there was a new story that there's songs from before from these sessions where we were talking about the mccartney session it's uh him mccartney and uh ezra from uh vampire, vampire weekend, weekend? Yeah, yeah they got a song together that never came out really yeah and i forget who was i think it was ezra was talking about it and he was like uh it's got to come out sometime he's like it's a good song like it will probably that's, be on a future that's project. like three of my favorite artists of all time i know Damn. that was pretty crazy I, I knew you'd be excited about that but yeah that was news today. that's awesome but yeah, this song is fucking dope. Like, there's... I can't really turn out, like, a bad part about this song. There's not. I uh, will say one thing. I vibe better to this song <clears throat> in the summertime. Something about... Maybe it's just the, the waves. waves. Yeah, of course. But uh, but it it is a better, like, summertime song, and it is something to just chill out to a little more. And something that would have fit well on Chance 3, I would think. Well, I think this whole album was kind of better in the summertime. It's cookout music. And... <laughs> Dude, when I was editing the podcast, the and I hear that whole conversation of you talking about <laughs> a black cookout like you've ever been to a black cookout before, <laughs> is so funny, dude. It's true. It's, there's different cookouts. And different funny, versions of cookouts. I, I think the funniest thing was like culture. the example you used was them at that Madison Square Garden show. That was a cookout. I, you think a cookout is a concert? Like that was a concert. That wasn't a concert. <laughs> we went over this. You had the same comment last episode. Right. It wasn't a concert. So your idea of a they're cookout around is a bunch of guys vibing. around turntables, like holding each other, like vibing back and forth, like that. <laughs> I mean, maybe not to that degree, but it's. I'm. Just, I'm not saying That's it's a, you would do like a concert or something. I'm not saying it's a perfect analogy. I'm just saying that it's a very similar atmosphere to what you got at that Madison Square Garden show where they were just hanging out, playing music, chilling, vibing. And, I mean, you just put a table of food in front of them and it's basically like a fucking cookout. And they're just chilling, listening to music, and having a good time. The vibe is right for it. I, I stand by those comments. The world-famous Tony Williams is a writer on the song. Kanye's cousin. I still believe I'm just going to keep putting that out there. Alternative facts are Tony Williams. Yeah. Same up to Tony Williams, man. But let's move on to the next song, which is FML, which I now learn is not Fuck My Life. For My Lady. Yeah, which uh, I was looking through the lyrics. Is that confirmed? I don't see much of anything about that. <laughs> there is a lyric that There's says a, For My Lady. There is a lyric that says For I've been waiting. Yeah, okay. Well, I So th- that's all you have? That's I, like some to the Kanye shit, bro. Kanye like, to the, yeah. Or Kanye to the, yeah. Like, there's. That's all I have concretely, but I do feel like I did come upon some information that made me aware of this. You video. were I think there on is our Kanye. Some of the lyrics, I mean, you can, like, based on some of the lyrics, you can, I guess, it does support that it could be called For My Lady. Well, I mean, there's no doubt that he knows Kim is going to hear this song and he knows what he's talking about. He knows. You know, he's talking about, oh, 
fucking up his life by fucking other bitches, you know? Like, so well, the, the top <laughs> cosign on Rap Genius says, Kanye addresses his haters on FML. While the acronym typically stands for Fuck My Life, the second line reveals that for Kanye, it may also stand for For, for My Lady. lady. Yeah, I think that's actually where this I got symbolizes it from. the difficulties Kanye faces while he tries to control himself and stay truthful to his wife. Kim. You know what also symbolizes that? Saying, which one? Yeah, you know, fuck you my life, fuck my life. Up. <laughs> yeah, when you're talking biggest... about getting rid of half of what I own, yeah. and you know, that's like, like the definition that's... of fucking your life. Up. Exactly. <clears throat> so going off your Lexapro, that's uh... yeah. oh, and that's one of my favorite Kanye lines of all time. By yeah. the way, like just. Him saying, because it reflects the mood of this album, him saying, you never see nothing crazier than this one when he's off his Lexapro. Like, I love that. Because we've all had that unhinged feelings, especially in in times, like, of personal distress. Like, we've all, and maybe we haven't resorted to Lexapro for it or any anti-anxiety medicine, but you know what it's like to be in that state of mind, and this song conveys it so well. Yeah, and we've all had that time where we gotta tell that hoe, stop texting me, hoe. Like, four times I gotta tell you, stop texting me, hoe. Jesus, I'd be mad too. Now, I'd say verse two is probably, I think, one of my favorites on this album. He actually goes pretty hard on verse two on this. Um, and also, like, I mean, we've talked about before with the, this being a time capsule with The Weeknd being performed on here. Somewhere he's pretty hot right now, you know, pretty big. But I was thinking, do you think that when like Kanye's coming out, the word is come, Kanye's coming out with an album, and then like someone gets a call like, "Hey, Kanye wants to come in," that person's like, "Fuck, man, I'm hella hot right now. I'm buzzing. Kanye wants me on there." Make people get that feeling? They have to. Like they have yeah, to know. Absolutely. That's your point of making it. Like no matter who you are, if you're, you're a like, new guy, if you're an established guy, like yeah, they have to know that like I'm the one right now. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, the weekend is Pretty probably big, the biggest yeah. name in R&B, R&B at this moment, right? Yeah, the weekend has a great feature on this song and. For me, I don't know, it almost, it doesn't quite sound like The Weeknd. No, it, it doesn't. No, it, I, it doesn't I have a typical voice on here, and it, it sounds amazing, and it's just this incredible level of emotion that comes through on Because the crazy thing about this album is features aren't listed on the song. So no. unless you go through the writer's credit, you don't right. know who the fuck is on this yeah. song, well, that's the dude. thing. I honestly, I kind of held it back. It's not sound stupid, but I honestly did not realize this was The Weeknd yeah, I don't for blame. a minute. I actually no don't blame you for that. It. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember it, uh, going back and reading the live thread of the of this song uh, on our Kanye. People were talking about how, oh, see, told you this was the song that the weekend was on, and people were disputing it. Yeah, uh, like there were because I think there was rumors that the weekend was going to be on the song, or maybe they had seen credits, but people were disputing whether that was actually him or not. Oh, and really? I will say this song to me. I know everyone loves waves. I know everyone loves wolves. I know everyone loves ultralight beam. This is the most beautiful music on the song. When this me. album came out, this song was a lot worse. This song has probably been one of the most improved really? songs. I think so. Just what listening is... to it again, they added the extra vocals on the chorus, uh, uh, background uh-huh. vocals, and he added uh, new strings and drums. And it's all it's pretty like a brand not a brand new beat, but yeah. he definitely improved like his fixing of this song really worked yeah the musical vibes of the song work you know who else is a writer on the song jock webster do you know who jock webster is call me man it's travis scott why would you change your name to travis scott if your name is jock webster dude? that is the dopest name of all time you can change your name to a boring ass name like travis scott yeah that's weird He's going, like, reverse on yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense because it, it's a more easy to remember that name. It's more easy to remember Travis Scott than Jacques Webster, I guess. But Jacques or Jacques? I've always, that's how you spell Jacques, so I figured it was Jacques. That's how Jacques Jones spells From the Jacques Jones line of that. It's Jacques Jones. That's why I figured it out. Jacques Webster. I wish he was named Jacques Webster, man. I'd probably give him more respect if his name wasn't Travis. Oh. One of my notes I wrote, Thomas, how do you feel about the end of this song when Kanye is, uh, after this, that sample comes in and then Kanye is singing, what, what do you think of that part? Um, it's obviously not great singing, like we've gone through a number of times on this podcast, it's Kanye singing, and I think it just shows a trueness to him and, and his his music. My note says, I guarantee Thomas loves this end. It's so cringeworthy. <laughs> it's not cringeworthy. It 100% it is. is. Not like, that is the worst singing I have ever heard on I a, it's even on a Kanye man. song. No, man. Yeah. He's talking about... Ri- <laughs> yeah. 
okay, you could do anything like that. No, but that's how it sounds, though. No, it doesn't. It's yeah. bad. It's real bad. Michael I don't Jackson. think it's bad. I think it fits the song, man. I, like I think it, it fits. Uh, I'm completely with Aki. I think it fits the song completely. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. Of the song. Cookie, I find you myself cookie cutter going, shit, man. Yeah, exactly. Don't even start. Yeah, don't even start. <laughs> I think it's kind of like no, a you symbolism. just missed the old Kanye, man. Yeah. Just I admit think, it. He wants finally. that cookie cutter ending. That's what he wants, man. Yeah. This is a good song. This is a song below champion. Nah, I just, uh, no, way, no chance. Nah, no chance. Yeah. Uh, no, but back to that any part, I think it kind of fits the song. It was like it's just him just finally breaking down and like losing it and just revealing this just emotional like outburst. Uh, that's just it's not cookie cutter. It's not this well formed, thought out verse. But it's just him just kind of losing it. Like after all these, I mean, it's just See, kind of the whole song builds up to this ending. When you say things like well formed and what was the other word you just used? Uh, <laughs> Uh, well thought out. <laughs> like that's what a song is supposed it to is, be. And it is, it is, is well before that. Out, it is before that, and then he brings this rawness into it at the end. That like perfectly that sample is great. The song. The I guess it's more of an interpolation, but that part of the song is great. He's the just sample, going, oh yeah, the yeah. sample is fantastic. Yeah. yeah, the outro sample is fantastic. Kanye has a great way of making you think something isn't well thought out on this album when it really is. And there's only one song where I think, like, what the fuck is Kanye thinking? Like, Are we going to get to that song? We'll get to that song. All right. But, uh, but this is not one of those moments. This is a beautiful moment on an album. And it makes part of that beautiful music that I talked about. Like, you feel more of a personal connection with Kanye on the part you just criticized than, I would say, 90% of Kanye songs are. I love that second verse. And then it goes into the... Uh the hook and then it just goes into the uh, sample which is cool and then it just goes into that and I'm like god damn it there you go again fucking up my vibes Kanye but uh or maybe he's just making you think man oh sh- I'm, I'm, maybe I'm incapable just... of thinking we've already decided that <laughs> the next song is Real Friends featuring my homie Ty Dolla Sign great song yeah also a great song it's a pretty damn good song man so <clears throat> Where on the second half of this album have we gone wrong so far? We haven't. All right. Yeah. What you talking about, man? Song yeah. below champion in the middle Every of song two good is songs. Them. Yeah. No, Fuck My Life is not below champion, man. For me, it is. Fuck My Life's like a top yeah. top twenty, Damn. top twenty five Kanye song for me, man. I do I do love the message. Uh, I think it's a great song. Everyone can relate to that. You know, self destructive tendencies and stuff like that. But uh, just the ending that uh, just. If it was for that ending, if they ended with that sample and just let that play out, I'd be like, yo, that song's dope. Oh, and the first verse does nothing for me. It's just Kanye kind of just talking. Nah, the first verse is real, man. Just just setting you up, man. Setting you up for that second verse. The second verse is real as fuck, dude. I love that second verse. See, this is the thing with Travis. Once again, we're getting to a a song... That summarizes Trav's feelings about Kanye. Like he just wants right. Kanye, the, the 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 epic producer. He doesn't want Kanye the person. I don't think that's true. In this you song. don't want Kanye. I to experiment. just said I love the second verse. I love that weird ass sample he this puts in there. This song is like the full Kanye experience. Like you're getting that beginning where he is kind of just talking in yeah, a way. Yeah, you're right. I don't like those parts when Kanye isn't good. When Kanye's being Kanye, you don't That's like not the part true. where Kanye That's, is. So being you're saying ninety-eight percent of Kanye's discography is Kanye, and the other two percent isn't? Uh, I disagree because from the songs that you oh, like, the other way around. From the songs that you like, <laughs> it's very clear you like the pop. Oh, sort of. You're one of those guys who are like, play the song, Kanye. <laughs> play the song. Get back to the music, Kanye. <laughs> We've had this same conversation on nine episodes. Oh, we have. <laughs> and it, it goes back to this because it's, once again, it summarizes your feelings and why you don't like the life of Pablo as a whole. Because the life of Pablo really is just about the purest form of Kanye expressing himself. Like, it's just him out there. It's minimalistic in a lot of the same ways that Jesus is, just a different style of minimalism. And you just can't handle that. Like, you just want as much sci high, like, written verses. And so all you need is more sci high. You know what's wrong about this album? Not enough sci high. 
I can agree with that. That's the first good point you've made today, Thomas, that there's not enough sci-fi in this album. I, I was saying that from your perspective. I'm going to set the record clear, not from my perspective at all. Um, yeah, I never realized that. There's not a ton of sci-fi on this. doesn't surprise me. doesn't surprise me at all. These lyrics... doesn't upset you, though. Uh, never mind. There's uh, one, two, three, four, uh, five... Six, Sci High's on written on a lot of these songs. Seven, <laughs> eight. Yeah, Sci High's on a lot of these damn songs. Um, that's well, you should be. Royal. Flesh. So now you like the album, huh? Now you found out that Sci High's yeah. on more of the album than you thought. You're a big fan. You know what? He's not a. Got uh, it. He's not a writer on Real Friends though, which is still a good song. I do fuck with this song. Ty Dolla Sign is also a very underrated artist. People try to put Ty Dolla Sign in a box, saying he's the same as the rest of these like trap artists and stuff. Ty Dolla Sign's on a whole other level than these guys. He's a musician. <laughs> what makes you say that? <laughs> I, Tell me about Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign's dad was in uh, Parliament Funkadelic. He's like a real like uh, funk musician, so that's what Sai High grew up with. Sai High, uh, not Sai High. <laughs> Ty Dolla Sign. When I just start yeah. talking about great people, that's who I talk about. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he's been around music his whole life. He plays guitar. He plays the keys. Like he knows how to make music, and he's made Greg's hooks, man. Yeah, I actually agree with you. He has that. good hooks. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. He has and a good voice. He's a good ass dude. He seems like from the interviews I've seen, he seems like a cool ass dude. Well, yeah, I mean, he has, he, like, he, two, a... he has two girls though, man. What was that song he came out with? Where like uh, he has two girl. Oh, uh, not same girl. Think of same girl by Usher. Yeah, not same girl. It's like paranoid, yeah. Oh yeah, hey, that's a great music <laughs> great video. Great song, but great music video didn't too. He, like, didn't they kill him or something? Him and Bob, nah, they were. Oh yeah, they did kill him. Yeah. <laughs> then Spoilers. the whole video is like them dead, but then they just like get up and start rapping, and they go back to being dead again. <laughs> it's a fucking great video. Uh, yeah, that's enough about real friends. Let's go to another great song. It's Wolves featuring Vic Mensa and Sia. Big Vic Mensa fan. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, I think, I think we all are. Vic's yeah. great. I think even because the original cut didn't have wait. So when the album came out, it didn't have Vic Mensa and Sia, right? That's why you have I don't think schools. so. Yeah, no, yeah. it didn't. Yeah, <clears throat> I think listening to it again when I listen to it back, it's a lot better. It's it's a lot better than when it sounds like. Yeah. But I guess that's why he says I'm a fixed woes. So this is a song this is the first song we actually heard on this album during Yeezy season 4, 3, whatever but uh, they played this song the thing came up on the screen it's like this is the first song on Kanye's new album Mm -hmm. and they played it it was called Wolves and I think it was closer to this version because this was close it still had the wolf sound effects it still had you know still had the great last line to it it was kind Um, of the same thing they played on SNL Um, And then when it came on the album, it was a completely different song. People were like, yo, we like that song that you never put out for a year. Like, it was great. And then he's like, right, I'm going to fix Wolves. And he did. Yeah, yeah I love that line, I'm going to fix Wolves. I, I'm going to fix Wolves is a great tweet, man. Yeah. Just so so to the point. Yeah. Just like yeah. throwing it out. It's a, it's a top five Kanye tweet of all time. Just yeah. line, period. Just like Kanye yeah. quote, period. I'm going to fix Wolves. Like, you just, I can just see him. Like, he's just banging out on the, on, in the studio and he's like getting like shit from people saying like what the fuck's up with wolves yeah. so he's just like while he's banging out shit he just like goes on his twitter and just like i'm gonna fix wolves and just like right back to it <laughs> like don't worry about it. i got this yeah i guarantee one of his buddies was like hey kanye like a lot of people were saying that this is right, a, right. Cause i'm sure kanye's not going through kanye to the.com or our kanye like he's not uh, i don't think he's trolling that i don't think i, I don't think he's trolling it uh i think very people often, are though but i'm I would assume he's on there. He's, I think he's pretty in touch with internet culture. I think he spends a lot of time online checking out different publications and websites and blogs and. Forums. I also think he like maybe he'll check us out, man. You never know. I also think he doesn't give a shit about people would like us think. Yeah. Um, I say entirely. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck about what people well, like us think. That's exemplified by my favorite Kanye tweet. Other than McDonald's is my favorite brand. Uh, my favorite Kanye tweet is, I understand that you don't like me, but I need you to understand that I don't care. <laughs> That's the best Kanye tweet of all time, and he didn't say it like how I said it. I he had like, a different inflection. I understand you don't like me. I need you to understand I don't care. Like He probably said it something more like that. I feel like that's something you'd see on a t-shirt. 
for like a baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's so great because you know that came from the heart and you know he was probably in a spot where he was like, fuck, like, okay, you don't like me. I don't care. And that's that's (laughs) what makes me love Kanye so much is he's always going to be true to himself. Like, I personally may not like it. Like, I'm not going to agree with everything he does and says all the time. I do a lot of the times. 99.99% of the time. But... Just the fact that you can always rely on Kanye to be fucking real. Like, nothing's mm-hmm. going to change him. Like, he is steadfast in his realness. That's why, like, honestly, I was scared for him when he was going to the hospital and he was going through some shit. Because I'm like, he's the one person in, like, the celebrity culture and the celebrity world and just pop culture in general that you know is going to give you the real shit. That he feels from the heart, no matter what else is going on around him, he's never gonna give in to popular opinion ever, and that's such a force to be reckoned with when you have a person like that. And there's nothing else. There's nobody even close to that. Nobody. He's a larger than life figure. Uh, the fact that he talks about being on Lexapro and being off Lexapro and yeah. what it does to him as a celebrity, like he's that open. You know, he talks about his wife being famous for a sex tape. Like, he's that open. And that's why I know people probably get annoyed. The millions probably get annoyed when they listen and they say, when when I say, no, it's okay for Kanye. But the thing is, Kanye has given himself leeway to be real and outrageous. And, you know, maybe Travis thinks like, oh, no, that's ridiculous. And you roll your eyes at it and you hate it because you just want the old Kanye. But <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Tommy. But uh, but it's it's true. He <clears throat> he is a larger than life figure, and when he does stuff like this, it's fantastic. So, do you think he ever saw the post you guys wrote on our Kanye when you guys said all this stuff when he went to the hospital? No, <laughs> no, no. We didn't say anything when he went yeah, to the hospital. So we yourself. We're, I know Thomas is on there. Like, oh well, well he, too, yeah. <laughs> He, he might have, but I mean, I know, to him, man. I know, uh, so us, Travis didn't go to the concert, Alki, Thomas, and I went to the concert. I hopped on Reddit about an hour after getting home. Uh, I hop on Reddit, I sort comments by new, and I see someone commenting the same comments <laughs> that were being made in the car on the ride home, which was, if you want to hear his music, go listen Stop to the fucking album. I'm interested in Kanye the person. If they want to listen to his music, go listen to the album. That's what I was telling people. And I saw those comments popping so up on Reddit. The same I thing t- we've heard this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, I didn't know Thomas's Reddit account. I didn't know anything. I just saw like... Was it hypocritical? Was it Re- Was it Thomas actually? It was Thomas. <laughs> it was Thomas. No, was, it, was it hypocritical? But back to Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. About Yeezy season five, though, man. What do you do? You have real things to say about Yeezy season nah, five? All right. Nah, all right. So on Wolves, though, if you had to choose, what is it? Sia, Vic Mensa, Frank Ocean. What's your favorite feature? Sia. I was gonna say Sia too, man. I, I love, love Sia on there. I love Sia, man. I'm glad Kanye fucks with Sia. I know Kendrick fucks with Sia. Sia's great, man. Sia don't get enough respect. She's she 40. Doesn't. She don't look good, but she has a lovely voice. <laughs> is Sia 40 years old? Yeah, she, she is. is that's 40. why she wears the yeah. wig. I know she wore the wig. She's, she's great, not very man. attractive. Yeah, she's cool. Well, I didn't know it was because she was also 40. She's been around um, a long time, man. Maybe it's just because I love you, Matt, so much, but Vic Mensa's verse on here always gets. It just makes me happy to see the collab between uh, Vic Mensa and. Uh, Next step out of Chicago, man. Yeah. Like, and yeah, that's what I find out. Like, like, I like Vic Menta and Saba more than I like Chance these days. Saba. To be honest. You know who doesn't like this song, though? The person you just heard, my dog Mac. He hates Sia's part. You know, it's like, ooh. He He looks up like every time. Really? What the fuck? And when we're in the car listening to that, he fucking hates it. So tell me, what's what's your favorite part then? What? Of this song? Yeah, we all we all went through. We said it was Frank, Nick Mensa, Sia. Oh, oh, we're calling Frank's part? I don't know. Do you guys want to call Frank? All right, let's, Frank's let's cut track. Let's cut out Frank's part then. We'll just do Sia, Vic Mensa, Kanye. Uh, I would say my favorite part is... Uh, I'm going to go different from you guys and say the end I love. The, uh, the part where Will Mary was in the club... <laughs> Uh, all right, so, hey um, Thomas, you bet Joseph Hey, give me the cover Nori Lanswall. Hey, give me the surrounded by the That's fucking my part. Give me the best uh, explanation of that verse. 
the best explanation of that verse, yeah. like in terms of like what he's meaning. What, by what does it? he mean? Yeah. Um, I would say he's meaning basically. Step up to the mic when you say it. I mean, I'm not. I'm not wise to biblical stories. Mm-hmm. But, so uh, Mary, you know who Joseph is right. Yeah, it's Mary and Joseph. Yeah, Alki got his confirmation. He knows this shit. Yeah, man. So I, I didn't get my confirmation. I got my Alki's communion. probably more wise. And I stopped. I told you the story. I know we just talked about this. Of why I stopped going. Why I stopped being religious to going to church. Yeah. Go ahead, Tommy. Uh, I just see it as like you surrounded by a bunch of thugs and you are trying to protect your baby, man. You are trying to just cover your baby in lands while trying to protect it. I'll, all the thugs, I'll be completely man. honest with you. I've never even put thought to this. Yeah. Verse. I just love the conviction yeah. when he says we surrounded by fucking wolves and then you hear the like i love that part so i it doesn't have to make sense to be great um shut the fuck up dude yes it does have to make sense to be great that's craziness that's not he's saying nonsense is what he's saying no no i I think i actually think there's like a meaning to this man sure he knows i think uh, i think he's he's taking this of like what if mary the mother of jesus like was around in this the li- common the, day. The lines inspired by Matthew seven fifteen, man. Wow. Like, Come on, bro. Step your game up. Imagine, dude. imagine if she grew up in this modern time where you're in the club and you try to take care of a baby, but then you're out in the club and there's hella thugs around and you just fucking doing your. Nah, shit it's more about club. false prophets. That's what it's about. Like, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. That's where it comes from. That's some Kanye to the shit, man. Let's go to the next song that I also don't agree with is the Silver Surfer intermission. Silver Surfer. (laughs) I skip this. I skip this every time. Everyone skips this, man. Come on now. This is the greatest album of all time. You guys skip it? The top. I don't know. I think this actually. (laughs) I think this leads into what is. Almost oh. might be my favorite song of this album, 30 Get Hours. The fuck I out love of here. 30 Hours. Right. And Silver Surfer does lead into it where it's just like, let's make hey, Silver hey, Surfer hey. under one minute. I remember when this came out and people were like, oh my god, yeah, free Max B, blah, blah. Fuck Max B. He got a man murdered. He's in jail for a long fucking time and he deserves that piece of shit. Fuck Max B. Why put a fucking murderer on Silver your song? Silver Surfer in the flesh. Have you ever heard. Of like why he's in jail, like he ordered the murder of another man. Oh, no. I fully assumed he was deserving of being in jail, uh, but at the same time, what what was what would the other person do for him to like order that guy to get killed? I think that's a that's a thing to to know before we jump to opinions on this. Wait, what is the thing to know? What did the other person do that made him demand him well, to I be mean, killed? And you just can't like you can't really we have never been put in that situation where it's ever been like should we have this guy killed none right. of us have ever been in that right. situation so. yeah you don't know so yeah i mean you can't you can't really do that but whatever the best thing about this is our kanye <laughs> yeah, is look, hilarious look. with this with all the emojis and stuff and how they how they uh transcribe this with emojis if you've ever seen those posts the recurring easy meme on. easy yeah, but whatever. Let's get 30 hours. So, 30 hours. Uh, Max Three B stacks. agreed to one. get have these oh, two people uh, rob these this young man. When he arrived at the hotel room they were robbing, he was shot in the head. <laughs> As he was getting robbed himself. What was he getting robbed for? Wait, and what? what had the guy, was he a drug rival? What, what, what According was to authorities, Max sent his girlfriend, Gina, and his stepbrother, Kelvin, in 2006 to rob two men at a Holiday Inn in Fort Lee, New Jersey. Uh, on d- September 22nd, Conway, blah, 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 <sighs> ambushed him in room 408 and restrained him with duct tape while awaiting the other guy's partner. And when uh, Taylor arrived, he was immediately shot, point blank, execution style, in the head. He did not have any money on him. Free Max B. The crew fled the scene. Uh, the one guy alerted the hotel front desk of the murder. Police entered, uh, and they agreed that the money that was $30,000 that was laundered by Max B was in the room, and he was, uh, no, it was uh, laundered by that guy that lived, and he was later charged with money laundering. Damn, that sucks, dude. You had to watch his friend be murdered that he was charged with money laundering and identity theft. Uh... Sure, the friend had plenty to do with it. Yeah, that. and he's still like in jail. And fuck him, he should be. He did sign a deal, though. He's going to be out in, like, 2020. Okay, 2020. Oh, BP Max B. Silver search for ticket. Nah, man. The next song is a song that is not very good. It's called 30 Hours. Shut the fuck up. 
this song, I fucking vibe to. Every time this song comes on, I just vibe to it. It's just, I'm, I love it, man. I don't know. It's most underrated by far track on this album, and it might just be my favorite as far as like just give me to just straight like vibe and have a, just enjoy myself, just chill out and love it. It's a great song. Thirty hours. Um, I mean, it's not a song I skip anymore, and it's funny I say that because I mentioned this uh, tennis match me and Thomas had where he said, uh, hey, Pablo might be my favorite album. And I said, what? So I listened to it, and and then I was like, I agree. And then uh, maybe a month or two later, I was like, you know, there's only a few things I skip, 30 hours being one of them. And he was like, don't skip 30 hours, like dead serious. And we're out of not out of breath, but like we're on a change of sides, and um, I know that's what you want to hear about two white dudes playing tennis while talking about Kanye West. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then I started listening to the song. It's great. The ride out's too long. It is. Oh. It it sounds like an outro track. It does. It does. And this it, is. It sounds like an outro, outro track. Yeah, yeah. I think this is like. But it's not. He says not, this yeah. is an outro. Like he says like. Yeah. yeah. To me, this is <laughs> the true, end. Yeah. This is the end of the album, and the rest of it is bonus tracks. No, that's the funniest that. line. My favorite albums have bonus tracks on them. Right. Oh, your favorite albums are College Dropout, Late Registration. Like I guarantee that's what he's talking about. His own no, favorite album. That's not true. That is not. <laughs> I would actually disagree with that completely. Yeah, Kanye's got a deep discography like he's listens to a lot of I'm shit I'm joking man. but yeah it's funny that he would say that his favorite albums out there and a lot of his albums have those outro tracks so I guess the first two I'm uh yeah cause that's his yeah. he likes outro tracks I'll make a controversial opinion here but I feel like and this is gonna sound Stanish as fuck but I feel like my order of favorite Kanye albums is Kanye's favorite as well like mm. I think I think 808s is his favorite album I do um, and Thomas may have disproved me a little bit with Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but if you get rid of that, I would say College Dropout and Watch the Throne are probably his two least favorite. Uh, late Registration. Uh, Watch the Throne? Nah. I, I would say Watch the Throne. Is one what are you guys coming up with? You don't know this, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Check just, yourself. No, Check just yourself. by the no, just by the vibe of the music he made from album to album. I feel like current mood Kanye and just going off. I know you can't really do that, but going off the set list that he has, like. You know, it's a huge mix of his latest albums, and there's not even a whole lot of My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy on the uh, Pablo tour. Like, there's not a whole lot of it, and he didn't even have a tour for that album. Um, so, yeah. I, I would guess College Dropout would probably be his favorite. Maybe sentimentally. Just, yeah, just because there's so much nostalgia for him. But I well, we're all just fucking <laughs> guessing out of our yeah. We're, we're, not we're all. No, we you are. are. <laughs> you two are guessing. I'm, well, not, I'm, I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I would think. I'm guessing. One, I'm, I'm guessing. Ju- I'm guessing just because of how much he's changed his style and just because of how much his personality has changed. Where he's not, you know, the lovable Kanye in a pink polo says brash shit, but still like, you know, I I just feel like these are probably his favorite albums. Like, they're more reflective. Current mood Kanye. Not deathbed Kanye, but current mood Kanye. I bet you he appreciates what he's done more lately yeah, I than imagine what he did in the past. Deathbed Kanye is like, yo, remember that Matt Barnes line I did? That was so iconic. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't gonna mean shit in 10 years. I was gonna remember the story of Matt Barnes driving to kick Derek Fisher's true. ass. I, and that's why this isn't a... I like the song. I like the music of the song. That but fucking... That... What do you call it? A verse at the end is fucking nonsense. Like there is yeah, no reason for that to be on a finished album. That is bullshit. It's a song below champion. Hundred percent. One of the few on this album that's a song. But I will give him credit. He re-recorded that first verse to get it more on beat, just because he has way too many damn syllables in that verse. But uh, yeah, that verse is okay now. That other thing that he does at the end, where he's like, I guess you would call it freestyling in the booth. He was doing like an ad lib track or something, but. That is some bull. When he talks about Matt, uh, and Matt Barnes, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. I mean, once again, I'm gonna go to my same thing that you Jesus. you hate me for, hate Adam for, of like right, perfection and imperfection. But it's it's just him fucking around on this outro track, and it's kind of like the last call sort of thing, where he's just kind of telling stories and just doing his thing and rapping. It's a beautiful beat. I love the the music that's going on behind it. And it's just him fucking around. It's just personal. I love, 
I'm, I'm such a fucking stan for Kanye. Yeah. I like I getting into just, his mind. You're like, so in love with him. Like, whenever he just tell, like gives you a little search into his soul, you just can't get enough of it. Yeah, I mean, it's partly that, but I think it's mostly just the fucking music of the song. Like, I vibe out to the song. Like, the 30 hours part could go on forever. Nelly, I skipped the song right fine. I think I I never finish this song once because it, it, I, I, I get bored, man. Well, I don't listen to Last Call either, and I want to ask you a question, Thomas. And I love this album, but um, you say you listen to most music and you judge it while working out. You're working out to this, yeah. like that's what, what the fuck that's what you're dude, doing? Because yeah. come on, man, we I listen to I work out to some. Unless you're doing like yoga or some shit. Like there is no workout that makes sense. Because for me, when I like for me working out, like when I'm in my zone, it's like a a rhythm sort of thing. Like trying to find the rhythm. And like I feel like this song is this song has so much like that 30 hours part. I can just kind of just like vibe along to it. It's not a rhythm. Like nice rhythm with it. I'm gonna make a cut of this where I just repeat 30 hours over and over. I'm not. I'm not. Thomas can listen to it. So my workouts aren't a matter of like let me fucking hit this weight as hard I'm as I can. I'm trying to pick up the rhythm for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm not getting hype like that. I'm more like I like to just kind of run around my backyard and just do shit like that and and listen <laughs> listen to. <laughs> I've been in your backyard. You just run around. I imagine him just like seeing like like doing something about to a set and then seeing like a I'm blue telling. jay on his fence. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Just hearing thirty hours oh, yeah. be like, I wonder if I can catch him right now. Do you know how much Kanye or Kanye Thomas loves uh, bird watching? <laughs> bird watching is like a real thing that Thomas likes. Do you know bird calls and stuff? Yeah. No, this is, no. <laughs> this is not. What your little chickens, man? That's not true because me and Thomas have bird watched together before, and you know this. No. <laughs> I think you I'm so. I think I've said to Trav like I could see. I think I'm. You might be coming from. I don't know if you're totally making this up, but I think I have said on not an occasion. Hundred percent true. Uh, I can see how people would like bird watching. <laughs> It's cool. Like, you ever check out birds? Birds are fucking dope. Birds are dope. Birds, birds are, dope. are dope. I have a note here that says, uh, it's fucked up that Kanye says, A3 Stacks helped me out. Like, we're going to get an Andre 3000 verse. Oh, yeah. And then there's no Andre 3000 verse. That's fucked up. That made me hate this song from the very beginning. It's been a long road back since then. And that's a fucking terrible troll. And then uh, instead I get a shit freestyle. This is my exact note. Instead I get a shit freestyle from Kanye that sounds like Tommy trying to freestyle. <laughs> Which is 100%. Have you guys ever heard Thomas Shutter freestyle? It's great, dude. When have was, you heard when did Thomas freestyle? freestyle? I have that. video of you freestyle. It is great. From when? when? Yeah. It's in my back pocket, man. We're gonna. It's, it's high have school. I seen it it's like probably like sophomore year. Was it walking home from the park? Nah, it's uh, I think it might just be audio. Like, literally recorded on my razor. Like, I, I feel like I watched it before. No, it's an audio. I have it though. But like, it's you and, like. Oh, all right. Maybe you might be right, but maybe. yeah, it's a. Nah, man. When I'm in the zone, I freestyle. You've always said this, but every time I've ever heard you, it has sounded like that. Like uh, I get, I get nervous. Barnes, uh. I get nervous though. Uh, so I need to write it out, and then it'll just. That's not a freestyle. Oh, <laughs> actually, by Adam's definition, it would be a freestyle. Speaking, a freestyle. Of, speaking of writing, uh, do you know why Nelly has a writing credit not on the song? Definition. There are two Nelly references on the song. Do you know either of them, Thomas? No. Jesus Christ, man. Andale, Andale, Mama, Ia, Ia. And also, they reference Hot in here after they talk about St. Louis, which Nelly gets a credit and a check for that. Hey, Drake has a credit, too? Drake, because that's on that's on this. That's yeah, on this. Uh, Facts. Nah, 30 Hours, Aubrey Graham. 30 hours, Aubrey Graham. Hmm. Oh, that was on uh, Facts because of uh, Gemma and Gemma and Gemma. He doesn't have a writing credit on there. I wonder why. He does have a writing credit on there. Oh, he does. Now I was yeah. looking at um, No More Parties in LA. 30 hours does not include anything from Drake, so he must actually have written on the song. Big Good for him, man. Big ups to Canada, man. The Let's stop talking about the song. Did you see Easy Season 5? They had a. Uh, they're supposed to be like this. Fuck you, Adam. I'm just saying, man. I love this album, and I don't want to dwell on the fact that this isn't. That, that there's good some bad song. stuff on it. Yeah. There's some bad stuff, and there's one more. This isn't the one I was referencing. Earlier. All right. There's a great song next. No more parties in LA. It's a great fucking song. So do you right. consider these songs not part of the, your album experience, though? This next no. one. No. Wait, no. But you're saying that. that you said stop that, leaning yeah, back in your yeah, gut. But you said that you consider these all bonus tracks, though. They are bonus tracks, but that's still part of the album. 
Well, I, I wouldn't. Say, I, mean, I would say thirty like, hours. All right. Oh, so, no, no, no. Wait, I'll say so this. you're saying that? I will say no, this. Right, Hear me out. Thirty hours I'm, is the end of the life of Pablo experience, as far as like that sort of a tone. And then you get into these songs, like No More Parties in L.A. And and then Facts. And Fade has more of a. a I can see Fade fit. So you're it. making your own set list for this album, then? I'm not making my own set list for or this your own album. track list. Oh no! How am I? Not? All right. So when we're listening to fucking. Um, Graduation, good night. Do you consider that part of the album? Um, I'd have to go back and listen to it. I can't. Okay, but those are actual bonus tracks. This is this isn't a bonus track. That's what I'm saying. These are part of the album. These are great songs, and these are part of the album. Yeah, no, good night. Good night is definitely a part. I think. I think. Yeah, completely. You think? uh, I don't consider it part of the album. I don't think so either. I don't think so at all. I and the bonus track. I'm just not sure anymore. (laughs) More. Anyways, no more parties in no, LA. No, hold on. We're gonna go back to to graduation. Let's go. Let's go. Start from the first song. Let's go. Good morning. <laughs> the real- Get the fuck out of here. We're not doing that. It's episode four. All, over all right. Here. This is what we say. Refer to the prior episode. Can we talk about Kendrick? How great is that Kendrick first That's man? Fucking awesome, verse, Kendrick man. Lamar. He's on a different level, man. Like. He is rapping at a different height than other people in the world are rapping. I, I would I would agree with that, except for the fact that Kanye's verse is so much more enjoyable here. Go fuck yourself. Oh, uh, are you fucking kidding with? Oh, no way, man. Kanye's verse is fantastic, and and I know I use that fucking word a lot, but this is a great Kanye verse and one where he legitimately. Outshines Kendrick when he says, no. you know, the writer's block is all, all over, you know, MC cancel your plans. Like, I don't know, the 38 year old, eight year old. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just so many one liners he has in this that's, it's great. And it's not the best I've heard from Kendrick in the past five years, it's the best I've heard from Kanye in the past five years. Yeah, this is a top five Kanye song for me, and you could remove Kendrick Lamar, even though he had so much to them, you or so much to the song. You could remove Kendrick Lamar from this, and and it would be the uh, top Kanye song of the past five years. I love this song. I don't see how anyone doesn't. I do like the song. I do not agree with that in the slightest. You wouldn't put this top when, five when Kanye starts rapping, and then Kendrick takes over. It is so crazy, like. The, you're talking about the first verse. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. I would agree with that completely. Where Kendrick's verse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he rapped for a minute and a half of just bars. Yeah, of course he has Cook bars. Music. But then listen to what Kanye says afterwards, and listen to all the the personal shit he says when he's talking about you know driving down Mulholland Drive and and that uh, great line where he says, um, oh, "Fuck, I say that too much," but. He says, uh, I worry about my daughter, I worry about Kim, but Saint is baby yay, I ain't worried about him. Alright, just like, because... How I- fantastic is that? That's that's such swagger, and that's that's the type of swagger Kanye honestly didn't come with in this sort of lyrical aptitude for three albums. Like, this is my favorite Kanye verse probably since late registration. I mean, it would go that far back. I think it's just because of the personal stuff and the fact that you and Thomas love just anything Kanye gives you about his personal you life. You make it like, seem like we're buying People Magazine every week, bro. Like, you, that's you don't not have to because you is. have the internet, but if you didn't have the internet, you probably would be. You'd be subscribed to Kanye Magazine. <laughs> like, I would if there was hey. Kanye Magazine, man. It's yeah, I would, I would subscribe to it just out of like... You respect. Know, respect. Yeah. I'd rather do that than buy his merch or... Uh, nah, I actually am, am with Travel on this. Mark. Kendrick's just dropping bars on it. Ken- of course he does. Yeah, he's on another That's level. That's why it's a top yeah. five yeah. Kanye agree- song. I'll agree with that too. Kendrick does fucking... But I mean, I listen also, to his part. He puts it on another level. I also on this agree shit. With, with... It's not on another level. I also agree Kanye with Adam cares. in the terms of like... <laughs> Kanye's verse is like more enjoyable. It's just an easy listen. While Kendrick's just like straight rapping, you gotta kind of like you gotta be really listening with the intent ear to be hearing. What I mean, it's not Kendrick as if said. I haven't heard Kendrick rap before. <laughs> I mean, I've I've heard Kendrick rap. I love Kendrick. I mean, he's like I almost don't even put Kanye in the category of a rapper. I put him in the category of a musician. Kendrick's my favorite rapper, as he should be everybody's. So I love hearing Kendrick and Kanye together. And I love Alki's idea that maybe this happened on the Yeezus tour, oh, which yeah, yeah. 
which is fascinating to me that this was held on to for so long and it just makes me think what other type of shit is possibly in that vault of Kanye's that's so dope like this surprised you don't like that Kendrick verse because it talks about wrestling you know hell you know yeah. repertoire is like a wrestler <laughs> I'll show you the ropes yeah. it's fucking great man he does that for a minute and a half like nothing. I'm. Did I ever say it's that light. it's not? You just said this song would be oh, better hey. without him. That's fine. Okay, here's my point. Um, we've heard Kendrick like this plenty of times. Good Kid, Mad City was 11 minutes of bars. Right. So it's <laughs> but but Kanye, we haven't heard like this, and we haven't heard like we haven't heard him like this for a long time. And he even says that himself. You know, I thought my fans. You know, I know my fans. Didn't think I would rap like this again. Like, like to hear this from Kanye blew me away. And just, you know, if you look at it in a vacuum, yeah, Kendrick's verse is probably better than Kanye's verse. And honestly, Kendrick's 50th best verse is probably better than Kanye's best verse because lyrically he's just on another level like that. But as far as how it goes in the song and where it came and in the context of the album and in the context of both of their careers, hearing Kanye rap like this was amazing. Too many syllables. Kanye needs to oh cut out three God, syllables bro. of every line of this goddamn Jesus song. This is the Christ. second time right where now. he's had a verse where he has referenced, I don't know why he can't just say a Monica Lewinsky line without not having too many syllables. You know that one, uh, what's the one with him and Cuddy, where he's like, Monica Lewinsky, you the dress, can take it to the cleaners. Like that has way too many verses, or way too many lyrics in it, or syllables. It's the same thing on this song where he says the same type of thing God, what's the Lewinsky line? I can't even He find said, it. I done got Lewinsky's and paid secretaries. And then he says, uh, oh, fuck. For all my like niggas with baby oh, by yeah, bitches. Got yeah. For all my, and with babies by bitches. Not even close. Not knowing that, that this, uh, yeah. Not no. even close to being on beat. Like, not at all. Like, he sounds like it's a little beavers. Well, no, I sound like I'm no, a no, little no. Kanye does. Like, no, he doesn't. I, are you really hating on this verse right now? 100%. That makes me angry. A legit makes so me angry. So many this syllables. Is... Just stay on beat, Kanye. What the fuck? What it's is your obsession with syllables? <laughs> Kanye... What is, what is hey. wrong with you? Are you going to start criticizing beat. his consonant to vowel ratio next? No. Like, what is When wrong? you rap on a rap beat, you're supposed Same. to be on beat. I understand. If there's a four-beat pattern and you have 30 beats within that four beats and you're just trying to force it all in, it doesn't sound as good. It sounds great. My favorite note about this is that uh, that I wrote was said, oh, the writer's block is over except for the rest of this album where you don't rap at all. That's not true. There, all right, whatever, we'll get to it. Oh, after this after this song? Yeah. Nah, he, uh, does, he does. Oh, Actually, let's go to the has... next song. Facts. Which is his favorite guess song? Guess what? It's a terrible song. It's fun to hear at a concert because the beat's hard. But yeah, yeah, the song listening is not, yeah, not good. It's a little, one of the only songs from Kanye that I would say is a little bit cringeworthy. Oh yeah, it's like a derivative of a derivative. Like yeah. It's like Drake made a song that is basically every other song that has come out in the last two years, and then Kanye copied that song. Yeah, It's nonsense. Yeah, it's not a great song. I it's get them. It's not a terrible song, in my opinion. I, I enjoy listening to it. Just today, I've randomly had the inclination to want to listen to this song. Have you, have you heard the Drake song? Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I, I just want to make sure. I mean, I know the message he's talking about and the mood he was in. You know, he had a real grudge against Nike, but yeah, it's just the lyrics aren't great in the song. The beat goes hard. Yeah, the drops also, fucking hard. The entire premise of the song is broken because no, he did not jump over Chubbin. Yeah, exactly. There, uh, and that's kind of what makes it a little cringeworthy. Exactly, is that you know he didn't. This like, is uh. Yeah, this is it's not true. It's, it's it's not good. You want to talk about being real? This is as unreal as it gets. So why is it called the Charlie Heat version? Like, because is that just was, the nickname he he gave? No, there was uh, a there was a former um, former beat. Like this was over a different beat before, and then yeah, he came in. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, another thing that Kanye lied about: he did not make a million a minute. Uh, off that Kimye You did not make a million in a minute. That's just proven facts. Like they've done the math. Like I've, I've I saw an article where they break down the math of her app. And there's no way that she made a million in a minute. Anyway, uh, oh the Swaggy P. Shocking. That was an exaggeration. I would have never guessed. There was a line about Swaggy <laughs> P. Facts, though, man. You gotta have facts, bro. Swaggy P means will mean nothing in ten years. Oh come on, man. I, I don't think that's true. First of all, Nick. Oh well. 
I'm like, no, don't hear me yelling. You were that angry. Sorry, no, guys. Nick Young is a no. saint. I was getting water, but uh, no, people will remember Nick Young. It's like they'll remember Steve Francis. Just like Steve Francis is way better than Nick Young. Yeah, but Fuck Nick you. Young's having a great year right now. Steve or, Francis well, was a I mean, perennial all star for like four years. But I, not a lot of people remember Steve Francis, though. Sure, they do. Oh, yeah. Steve Francis was yes, a legend. Do. All right, outside of like Steve a sports Francis, fan. Well, who. I mean, otherwise, who cares? Thomas enjoys the fuck out of Kanye, and oh. he didn't even get the Nelly and the 50 Cent references. No. So that doesn't <laughs> no, mean... Hold up. Hold, <laughs> hold, 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 hold the fuck up. Shade hold throne. Fuck I didn't... Put I'm you just saying, no, that's no, not... Bro. Shut the fuck up. I knew the Nelly references. Ass. It's just when Trav threw that means like, oh, what were the Nelly references? I was like, oh, what? which ones? Okay, but fair if you enough. would, yeah, no, I know that hot in here is a fucking Nelly reference. Yeah, I know that. Okay, God. but not in the club. Did you know Swaggy yeah, yeah. Did you know Swaggy P was a Laker reference? Do you know who Swaggy P is? Yes, Nick Young. <laughs> did you know before this conversation? Yes, of course he did. He goes on Deadspin you. and stuff all the time. Swaggy uh, P wore Yeezuses yeah. in a fucking game. He uh, he tried you, to I wear Red Octobers or Yeezys. He tried to wear Red Octobers in a game. Kobe wouldn't let him. That's a true story. That's FYI, that, Kobe. That's a great story. Because <laughs> Kobe had the least. Uh, what do you call it? The least. Um, Functional basketball shoes of all time. Those fucking uh, <laughs> those boxes. Man, those those oh. Moon Man. Oh, the yeah, the boxes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those were dope, man. I have a pair. He of has those. no right to be talking about what people should wear on a basketball court. Um, the next song is Fade, which uh, it serves two purposes to me. It's a great video, and it was a great moment of that concert at MSG when the Kardashians. Do you guys remember that? The way all I remember is. When this song was playing at MSG, the Kardashian sisters were all dancing to this song, and it is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Uh, Why was it? Courtney was looking especially good. Because they were just all there, dressed up real nice, looking real good, dancing to this song, and we were like, damn, this is a good song. Who's the hottest Kardashian? Courtney. Yeah, Courtney definitely, yo. Yo, do you agree with that? Fuck, How do you I'm think a, anybody agrees I'm with I'm a diehard Courtney fan. Hey, rather die Courtney, man. Courtney, man. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Yeah. All right, we'll actually talk about this song. Now. White Iverson. This oh. song became way better once that fantastic music. The video fucking came video out. is all that's good about this song, man. No, that's not true. I enjoyed the song beforehand, but this the video like added to the it. The instrumental is great. There's basically no Kanye in this song, which should be great for you. Dang, you make it seem like I don't like Kanye. I love Kanye, man. I love Kanye before you love Kanye, man. Like, this is a long-term relationship with me and Kanye, man. So, and that might be the issue, really. It's, it's, it's the old Kanye sort of thing. Where you're I miss the guy I fell in love with, you know? Right, right, right. <laughs> you're not the same person. You're not the same person I fell in love with Kanye. And I'm okay with that. I love a lot of this album. Even when I did the initial gospel ratings, like, this got, what, a .75 or something? Like, that's pretty good. This has the same... Did I Wait. say that on the last episode? This has the same Metacritic score as Meow the Jewels? No. This has the exact same Metacritic score as a, as an album Jesus. that's made up completely out of cat songs. Next song is... Uh, what about Saint? Saint Pablo. And when you said Kanye didn't rap like this again on the album, like, yeah, he did. Saint Pablo's... Really dope lyrics from Kanye. Yeah, this is a nice. Uh, to clean this is a nice song. Yeah. This is probably the I would say the closest thing to old Kanye we have. I mean, it uses a what where I'm from sample. Like it's a this is an old like throwback track where he just raps on a sample. Kanye uh, when he says people trying to say I'm going crazy on Twitter, he should have listened to him. Man, he's fucking going crazy. Like they were right. What? Well, oh. oh, he was. Like, I almost feel like he was acknowledging that at that point, though. He was trying to say I'm going crazy. I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, don't think he should acknowledge that he's going crazy because then you're taking away everything that makes him great. Like, his craziness is really what. Like, I mean, he him. said earlier in this wow. album, never seen nothing crazier than this when he's off his Lexapro. Right. Like, he's a, he's already acknowledged his crazy state in this album. Yeah. And the album's crazy. And we talk about it. It's manic. I would agree, but I'm not, like... you just He's just got to try to keep... It's, it's a tough wire to, to walk of, like, being crazy, but not going over the edge. Well, I think he's just acknowledging it here. Just like he says, you know, my wife, you know... 
we're gonna both die broke and he still lent out the money and stuff you know he's just like right. being serious he's acknowledging where his life is at the end of life of pablo what, so, which when is was uh, Pablo added? Like three months later. Three months yeah. later. Oh, okay. I really started listening to it probably like in July. I mean, probably like August. I feel like the first time I listened to it. Yeah, probably about the same for me. Where'd the thing go? All right, I give this album a two out of ten. What do you guys think? <laughs> <laughs> this album's like, fine. It's a fine <laughs> album. It's just not what great. What did you just say? I give like an eight point seven. Mm, eight point seven, sure. right? Why not? Nine point three. Whoa, not a 10? I'm going an 8.2. I'm holding... I, it's my, my grades are kind of coming but on you've a given Kanye scale. A higher my Kanye, grades are coming Kanye on a Kanye, Kanye scale. What is, Kanye but you've given so he hasn't had a perfect 10 yet? Huh? I'd have to go through... Like, I've been mixing and... Like, honestly, it would come down to, like, a final deal. I don't know. Should we do that on this podcast? We already have so well, much material of, like, our top... Yeah, out. nobody cares. Anyway... We hope you guys enjoyed this first season. We're By the way, this is uh this never gets worse than third on my favorite Kanye albums list. Yeah, Ever. this never gets higher than six. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Probably never higher than six or five. Just not his best work. I'm sorry, man. I love it. It's all right. You're allowed your opinion. Hey, and that's what this podcast is all about. Everybody has their own opinion about Kanye, and you know what? We're all right, man. Even though we broke a couple cups. Flip the table over. Thomas always trying to fight us, you know? Yeah. We're still entitled to our own opinion. Our blood, sweat, and tears went into this podcast. Nah, fuck this <laughs> bullshit. We got different opinions. We drew a line in the sand early <laughs> on. We ain't crossing that line. We staying on our side all the way to the end. Travis Bastion Silva is a cold-blooded fucking heartless son of a bitch that only wants Kanye to... Play the fucking music, Kanye. That's Trav at any concert. You see that person? That's Travis Passion Silva. The only thing I'm him. mad about is when you said that I'm heartless is that you're comparing me to one of Kanye's worst singles of all time. I thought you loved Heartless, man. I thought you loved Heartless. And it's still one of his worst singles because Kanye makes such beautiful music, And that's man. The, that is the heart of this podcast is it really... It really is a very difficult task. All we're doing is just nitpicking. We are nitpicking. How do you nitpick the best artist on the planet? Like, it's... It's tough. It's a dumb thing that we're doing, but we had fun doing it. The fact that we had Champion as the median song, and songs below Champion, but I was getting mad at it. I was like... This isn't. I'll just put myself in denial. Champion's a very good song. <laughs> it's a very good song. <laughs> we're gonna listen to, uh, or we're gonna talk about redoing that first podcast again. But one thing I was gonna say, we have to talk about. If you guys want to write us things we did wrong, things that we did right, uh, suggestions you want us to do on the rest of the yeah. show, goodasspod at gmail.com, the goodasspod at, at Twitter, Twitter handle, Twitter handle the at the goodasspod, yeah. and yeah. That's all we got, man. Congratulations, we finished the first season. All right. It's a season wrap. Well done. We'll talk to you guys later. Yeah.